Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Randall, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. A little notify bell next to it if you're on YouTube. Make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw content. We're also available wherever fine podcasts are. If you have a little, if you have a couple moments in your day and you want to help support Going In Raw in a completely free and easy way, hop on that podcast app, leave Going In Raw a rating or review. It really, really does help boost the exposure of the show. A lot of you out there have been doing it because I've noticed our podcast numbers have been on the rise. Good, good. As of late. So that's really Thank fantastic. You. Thank you very much. Uh, we are also available if you want to support Going In Raw in a fantastic money-based way. In a financial way, yeah, man. go to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a lot of great friendos out there right now watching this podcast as a live stream, 61 of them. Then we, you know, we have a good little pre-show where we talk about uh, subjects such as Flat Earth. Yeah. What else? Uh, LeBron James. Goat, yes or no. Uh, yeah. Very yeah, huge topics that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, what well, else? Uh Pancakes, side dish, or main attraction? That was an, an epic conversation. That what we is had. the nature, like a real existential conversation about the nature of pizza? Yeah. What is pizza? What, what, what isn't is, pizza? What is pizza, really? Um, this and so much more during the pre and post shows mm-hmm. for our streams. We're also Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Going In Raw. Hey, I have. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, you want to pitch the. Uh, to the picture. Where's the damn comic book again? We just had it out here yesterday. We just had it. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, I'm, I got like 35 of these things that I need you to sign because I have to sign them too. And I'm going to be sending them out to a bunch of new patrons at the $20 mark. At the $20 mark, you get the Friendo Care Package. Mm-hmm. And that includes a comic book. And it includes. Look at this. Just today, somebody tweeted at us and asked, what, what kind of mood do you think they're in? Should they put up the Mecha Santa side of the poster or the top-notch I mean, that's always the correct answer. side of the poster? You know, in the next Friendo Care package, we're going to have to do a Steve side and a Larson side. So yeah. Choose between us. In the Friendo Care package, you also get these stickers here, a little Steve sticker, Larson sticker, and a signed postcard, and that comic book. I don't know where the hell I went to. That's around here somewhere. Well, that's weird. It was just here yesterday. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, it's right here. Oh, is it over there? Yeah. I put it there. That's my brand fault. new adventure for Steven Larson fans. That you can only find the pages of a comic book. Mm-hmm. All sorts of great stuff. Yeah, going keep on that here. with the other stuff. Look at that. All it's drawn by me. Great, it's so all good stuff. You did a good job on that. Thanks, appreciate it. Uh so anyway. I don't know if I tell you that enough. You did a great job on that. Yeah, you told me that way too many times. Thank you. Well, I'm, starting, repeat, to, I'm it, starting to think you're being sarcastic. It bears repeating, man. Uh, and yeah, pro wrestling tees. I, I we really need to get on more designs. I yeah, said I, I have ten new ones by Mania. And yeah, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Really close. Well, you know, I like to have uh, a it's good pos- to have ambitions. positive attitude and yes, ambitions. Exactly. No, that's all good stuff. Are you going through play per views right now? Uh, no, not really. Okay, what are you looking at? Well, kind of that, but also kind of uh, stuff for counter. Yeah, potentially. oh, I got you. Okay. Anyways, uh, let's bring up the notes for Raw. 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 Did it? The thing seemed just a little. Just slightly off last night. So I don't know if it was... I like, it didn't seem like it was as smoothly produced as previous. 
weeks. I'll say this. It felt really long, but I'm not going to say in like a slog manner. Yeah. But by the time half the show was over, I was like, gee whiz, when are they going to wrap this thing up? It felt really long. And again, when you sit down to watch a three-hour show, it could just be your own state of mind. Well, I mean, also, that is, that is a lot of time to dedicate to one program. Where you're it is a long from. show. I think here's part of the thing. They've been doing a lot of really long matches lately, and yeah. last night they didn't. That's true. And so we didn't get like a half hour, you know, a big chunk of half hour just gone, missing from the broadcast, thanks to a long match um, or something that you could sort of digest in, in, in an easier bite. Perhaps. Yes, yes. But I thought that, you know, when you break down the show, I thought there wasn't a lot of wasted space. I thought there was a lot of good stuff. Going yeah, there on. was a lot of good stuff. They fit a lot in there. We got the, we finally got to the, the, the Hardy compound. Yeah. We got that. Just a little bit. A little tease. Just a little, just a little bit. A little tease of it. Anyway, let's kick off with the, oh, hold on a second. I got to do this real quick. Real quick. The second week of February. Yes. I have to shout outs. Every day uh, this week, I got to give the shout outs for February. Why don't they pronounce it February? Because that's how it's spelled. February. Anyways, where am I here? Oh, yeah. So, again, I want to thank our patrons. This is one of the things you get. From $1 up, you get a little shout-out here. Yeah. Anthony DeFrancesco, Zach McLean, Derek Galea, Jared Ellis. Uh, let's see here. Nicole Nixon. Uh, Lo... Oh, how do you say this name? Is it Io... Taker uh, to Neon Beaten. I'm so sorry. That's a crazy name. A crazy in a good way. Very interesting, but I can't pronounce it. Connor Sullivan. Michael Wagenfur. Larson's Black Cat Stepfather. That happened in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tapped House. Happy Valentine's Day, Erica. Ooh, that was a little late. Sai <laughs> <laughs> Prakash. Uh, Taylor Sexton. Stephen Dash. Amy Snugs, Carnival Williamson. Wow, I'm, if I had an, I can't have another kid because I snipped it. Mm-hmm. But if I had another one, Carnival's a great first name. That is a good name. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Eddie A four one four, Coldwater Larson's private valet, Matthew Paul, Matt Brewer, uh, TGX. Oh, he says, "Don't shout me out." Oops. <laughs> the returning JC's ever. Carlos Davalos, Darius Corey. That's week two of the February Patriots. Thank you very much. Kurt Angle comes down, and he, it's a new man. It's a new Kurt Angle. He's now, don't give an F, Kurt Angle. Zero F's given, oh, Kurt Angle. He says, Triple H, you sucker punched me last week. Get out of here and face, face me like me a man. man to man. And, and said, Stephanie comes Yes. Um, and uh, she lays in the curtain. She's like, look. You jacked uh, Triple H at uh, Survivor Series, I guess. No, yeah. What was it? yeah, yeah. And then he got he got you one back. So now everybody's even. Everybody's on the same page. Ronda Rousey comes. Well, down. no, Stephanie says. Uh, Kurt Angle brings up Survivor Series. Stephanie says, you know, you almost embarrassed us. You almost cost us the most our, mm-hmm. our most important signing ever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. At, that's right. At uh, Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Uh, Triple H punch you. Now everybody should be even. Yeah. Uh, so that brings out Ronda Rousey. And she says, uh, Stephanie, she says, you know, I, I've been thinking about it, thinking about who I want to face at WrestleMania. And Stephanie's like, oh, we're going to, ooh, let's get a drum roll now. Ooh. And then right right when the drum roll starts, Ronda says, you. I want you. Yeah. And this is gonna, it's going to take a little bit more time of her being comfortable and getting in the rhythm of things because it was a little premature when she said you. Yeah. Uh, the camera didn't catch her face. I think like they wanted to. They had to show that in the replay. Yeah. Um, and the commentary had to say, oh, she just said 70 McMahon. She wants to fight 70 McMahon. Yeah. That being said, I, I thought it was kind of cool. I don't know. She seemed, she, she had some intensity. Yeah. There was some urgency to her performance. She still, and, and granted, I don't know if this is what they want her to do character-wise. I don't know yet. You know, when she's getting positive response from the crowd, it's still hard for her to, and again, I don't know if this is direction or or not, uh, to really take it in and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be hard to, like, separate yourself that, from I, the crowd chanting your name and not smile, I especially when you're living stress, out your dream, you dude, know? I cannot stress how difficult it has to be to go out there in front of 10,000 people and do what they do mm-hmm. live and not stumble at all. I, I There was one stumble last night, and that was with The Miz when he was talking crap to Rollins and yeah, Valor. Yeah. And it's so amplified because it's live, it's in front of so many people, and Miz is a, he's a 
absolute pro yep. who's a, a complete 100% on the mic. Yep. He's great on the mic. One little stumble, it just it, it's so amplified because of the settings and where they are. I it's it's everybody says, "Oh, you know, wrestling and and you know, what's your work rate like?" Being out there. That's one thing that I was such a mark for CM Punk because man, he was completely comfortable in well, front of that always crowd. in character and seemed to hardly ever stumble over his words. Yeah, exactly. And when he did, it just sounded like a normal dude speaking. Sort of like Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so anyways, I thought it was another good outing for Yeah, it was. It was. And again, it, was, I don't, it was a long segment, and there's was. a lot of stuff going on. And again, I don't know if, if, if they tell her, you know, hey, if they ch- chant your name, you know, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Or if they tell her if they uh, tell her anything, or they tell her, you know, stay in character. I don't know what her direction is. Yeah. And it doesn't take away from the segment. I don't mean to imply that. But yeah. it's, 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 it, I, want, I wonder for her as a performance if she has problems or not. Uh, consistency of character throughout the segment when um, that sort of stuff happens. It's a, I don't know. It's such a big role for her to fill on such a bright spotlight. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, so that brings, so she says she wants Stephanie. Uh, that brings out Triple H. And yeah. She says, hold on, wait, wait, hold on a second. No, 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 that's not going to, hold on, no, that's not going to happen. No gold, golden shuffle here. That's my wife. She's not on the active roster. And then uh, Kurt Angle says, oh, contraire. Yeah, says Stephanie has a contract as executive, but also has a contract as WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. Therefore, she is eligible to wrestle. He said, I make the matches around here. He says, Rhonda, it's not going to be you versus Steph one-on-one. It's going to be a mixed match challenge. Kurt kind Angle of. and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Um, the authorities shocked. They try to exit the ring. Triple H tries to get a cheap shot in again. Mm-hmm. Angle anticipates it. They brawl a bit. Uh, Angle goes for an ankle lock. Triple H reverses. Tosses him into the, uh, the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it seems like Steph's about to hit. Oh, that happened before. Steph about to hit Angle. There's a lot of stuff going and on. And Rousey caught it. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff happening here, yeah. Yeah, anyways, at one point, Stephanie tried to sneak up behind Ronda when Triple H was on the ground after like, yeah. Kurt Angle had decked him, but Triple H had countered. Then Stephanie comes up behind. She whacks Ronda. Uh, then Kurt Angle gets the best of Triple H. Ankle lock. Oh, yeah, Ronda goes out there trying to chase down Stephanie. No, no, Stephanie leaves. Yeah, she leaves. Because uh, Ronda's making mean face at her. Yeah. She leaves. Uh, Angle gets uh, a Triple H in ankle lock. Steph runs around the opposite side of the ring, helps pull Triple H out. Yeah. While she's taking the Triple H, uh, Ronda grabs her by her hair, pulls her up, throws her back in the ring. Samoan drop. Samoan drop. Exactly. So we saw a move. We yeah. saw a move from Ronda. Now, apparently there was some. So you, you mentioned this uh, during the pre-show. Tommy Dreamer tweeted out you know, a little bit of a, a, a slight ad- adjustment in form to protect uh, the person who's delivering the move, so Ronda in this case. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have the w- weight of the person you're dropping uh, on your shoulder mm-hmm. and drink your shoulder. Yeah. So, again, huge spotlight, going to be a process, but so far she's doing better than I ever could. Mm-hmm. So that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, no, I thought it was an effective segment. I think this is really entertaining. I really like Stephanie and Triple H. As long as this doesn't end up being every single week them coming out and dropping a 20-minute promo like we used to see with the Authority back in the day, I know. then, you know, if they keep on, if they, if they keep it action-based, it's going to be a lot of fun. The Mania match should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Next up, we had a really good match. Man, this was great. Oscar versus Nia Jax. This was a, uh, a top four or five level pay-per-view quality match that yeah. we got from Nia Especially Jax. the story they told towards the end of the match was mm-hmm. fantastic. So the majority of the match was Nia Jax overpowering Oscar. Yeah, firmly in control. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Oscar, make a long story short, was able to get a uh, well, she, a, she an arm lock, an arm bar. Yeah, she got an arm bar. Um, transitioned from that to a triangle. Mm-hmm. And she had that in for a while. Nia picked her up, power bombed her, but Oscar didn't let go of the hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nia sold the move really well. Mm-hmm. This whole bit. Uh, Nia again picks her up, uh, does like a buckle bomb. Again, Oscar does not let go a of the hold. A couple of those, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then finally Nia lifts her up, tries to do a, another power bomb onto the ropes. Uh, Oscar kind of springs off the ropes, transitions into armbar, mm-hmm. which Nia ultimately tapped out. Yeah, and she was in that armbar forever. She was in for such a long time, and her tap out was so defeated. Yeah, Nia Jackson's performance, I cannot say enough good things about yes. it uh, on Raw last night. It was fantastic. Because later on, we'll just cut to this now. Later on, we had Alexa Bliss backstage with Nia Jax, and Nia Jax is obviously feeling emotionally defeated from her match with Asuka. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Alexa was trying to give her. What's your read on 
Alexa's uh, little pep talk. Well, I feel like on, if you take it on at its surface, yeah, she was trying to maybe give her a pep talk, mm-hmm. but also I kind of felt like she was trying to break Nia Jax down. Mm-hmm, yeah. She said, you know, you can't give up, you can't you can't give in, you can't seem weak because... But also, she was saying that, but also she said, you know, your family might be embarrassed because you lost, um, you must feel horrible right now, mm-hmm. and then she, it seemed like she was trying to vacillate between, you know, kind of talking a little bit of trash, well, it was a little bit, it, it but could, then trying yeah. to use that as, as the impetus for a pep talk. Right, exactly. It was going back and forth. It was some tough love. And it was fantastic because the entire time the camera's just slowly zooming in mm-hmm. on Naya, mm-hmm. who starts to actually cry. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, I, it was a fantastic performance. I loved it. I yeah, thought it was too. so great. I thought it was really good. You just don't get to see stuff like that yeah. very often. So it'll be interesting to see if, if there's obviously something going on with the dynamic between Alexa and Naya and has been for a while. I mean, it was, shoot, feels like months ago that mm-hmm. Naya was angling to get a title shot. Yeah. It never happened. So it'll be interesting to see if... if Alexa keeps on going this route with these kind of pep talks, mm-hmm. and if it gets to the point where Nia says enough mm-hmm. in a taxer, whether that's before Mania or after, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we said I said in the pre-show that if it is Oscar Alexa, maybe they're setting up this storyline with Alexa and Nia, so Nia can be cost Alexa at Mania. Although kind of want Oscar's one to be clean, but anyways, well, setting be, up for yeah. Alexa's story post Mania against Nia, and then Oscar as women's champion can move on to something else. Because there's still the thought that Oscar might take on Charlotte at Mania, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean that's a possibility. I just really wonder what possible believable motivation they other than I want to take on the best. I mean, she could say I've beat Alexa Bliss before. She could say that. She said she could say I beat Alexa Bliss. The championship there wouldn't mean as much. You know, I beat Nia Jax. You know, what, what? there's nobody else there, really, that I need to prove myself against. I've beaten everybody, yeah. but I've never beaten you. That I mean, if if it's written properly, that the, the seed of that motivation could be enough. But at the same time, to if, get if me you've already it. beaten Alexa Bliss, you know you can beat her. I mean, that seems like a gimme. Yeah, I know. And Raw's the Raw's the, the big the best show. But you know, if if Oscar's all about the competition aspect yes, of things and not yes. necessarily the title. Then I think that could be. I mean, and say what you will about SmackDown's creative, it has largely not been very good lately. But if the focus going forward of the women's division is going to be Ronda Rousey, and might benefit Oscar to move to SmackDown. No, I, I agree with that. Although I think she's going to be entrenched in the Stephanie thing for probably a yeah, while. Yeah, it's going to be a while. I would be surprised if it stopped at Mania. No, I don't think it will. But it, you know, who knows how long it's going to take before mm-hmm. titles get involved? Yeah, no, I agree. Although with they that. repeated last night. Um, they said part of uh, uh, Ronda Rousey's contract was she got to pick her mania opponent, but it wasn't going to be a champion. Mm-hmm, yeah. So they made it clear for the second time that there'd be no championship opportunities for Rousey in the near future. Yeah. And by that, I mean mania. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so after that, we had uh, the revival. Say yeah. Say yeah. Yeah. Versus T Bar. Um, um, if revival picked up the win, they would get a title shot at mania, so I was expecting them to win. Yeah, me too, and they did not win. No, they didn't. Uh, Cesaro ended up getting the pin on Dawson after a neutralizer. It was a fun match. I'd actually really like to see these guys. It didn't seem as crisp as I was hoping for. No, they they each team has their own distinct chemistry. The, the, I think the Revival and the Bar both work best when they've had so many repetitions with their opponents. Yes, yes. Because they can be very crisp. Once they're in that that rhythm, that comfort area, it probably just takes a little yeah. while, you know. Comfort. I mean, down. we saw how many times we see revival versus variations on the Shield and Jason Jordan. Yeah, a lot. I'm sorry, uh, the bar, the yeah. bar, um, and it was a good lot. Stuff, yeah. And by and you know the the second half of those matches were the same amazing. with the the bar and the Hardys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matches against each other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could they could find a way to get the revival back in, but let's mention this PW uh, or sorry, Wrestling Inc. Uh, news bit mm-hmm. about uh, the bar with reports going around that the uh, bar will face a tag team at Mania that is not currently a tag team. Mm-hmm. No other details. Well, it kind of. I mean, this kind of makes sense because they their their thing right now is we're clearing everybody out. We don't have an opponent for Mania. So obviously the revival seemed like one, but then you know just sort of sticking them in a match and oh if they win they'll go on. That's not that wouldn't be enough. They need like a big, you know, crashing their party type thing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that when I saw this presentation of the revival, okay, it's not going to be them. Um, there's some indication that the uh, the ultimate deletion is going to be happening prior, prior to, to Mania, Mania, which is a bummer. That should have been a Mania thing. I know. 
um, and that Bray and Matt might come out as tag team. team partners out of that. I have no idea how much validity there is to that, but uh, that would be interesting, I guess. Yeah, and that would be a team that's currently not a team to take on Fibar. Yeah, yeah. And then that would probably leave Jeff with like a singles push mm-hmm. once he comes back, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, They'd be kind of following the storyline of Final Deletion where Matt and Jeff were at, at odds. Mm-hmm. Final Deletion, Jeff picked up the win, and then shortly after that they reunited as a tag yeah. team. Yeah, Which, of course, led to tag team Apocalypto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex C. here in chat said Braun and Elias. That'd be great. That would be great. Um, after that, we had a John Cena promo. Um, Boy, he was... He was there to sell Fastlane. That's what he was there to do. Oh, man. I will win that match, and I will. And AJ Styles, what you have to do is invoke your rematch. Hold on, John. There's like 8,000 other people in that match with you. I know. The odds of you winning that match are not that great. They're actually less than an Elimination Chamber. His whole uh, promo was a lull Cena wins. (laughs) Really was. And then telling people what to do? I know. AJ, you will invoke your rematch clause at WrestleMania on the grandest stage of them all. That's just kind of his thing, though. Between that and the ring, telling people to do stuff all the time. Shouting orders at people? Yeah, man. Dude, come on. I know you've been there for a while, but, you know, there are still people above you in the food chain, man. Tranquilo. Just tranquilo, John. You need to get, you need to get, he's immediately moved. What do championship teams always say they never do? Never look past your next opponent. Yeah. Take each game, one, one game, game at, at a time. time. And he's already moving past Fastlane and Mania. Mania, man. What is that? John. John, listen. Fastlane is a big fat stinker of a pay-per-view coming up. Uh, You're not going to break the record at Fastlane. If I do break the record, it would make uh, a B-level pay-per-view A-level pay-per-view. John, listen, I don't even know whose voice I'm doing right now. You're doing Steve. (laughs) I get to talk to John Cena. I get to, anyways... Goldust shows up then. Yeah, he had his own long, meandering, not exactly uh, clear promo Upon apart from saying that he's going to ruin John Cena's WrestleMania dream. I still don't know how that's going to happen. Just because if he were to beat him on Raw, that wouldn't do anything. He'd still be in the match at Fastlane. Yeah, but if I, he were to win, he would still be WWE champion. Goldust isn't going to show up on Fastlane and interfere and cost John Cena the match. It was confusing, but I really loved his promo. Because, I, I, look, I just try to cherish every Goldust moment. Oh, me too. I, I like Goldust a lot. And he comes out there and he quotes on the water front yeah i love that that was great yeah but yeah it, w- it was confusing it was weird people in the crowd were like what is going on here even cena yeah oh, no. <laughs> he was like what uh so anyway yeah gold ended up uh sucker punching uh john cena yeah that led to a match cena won with an aa yeah so he'll be that result up. was not was never in doubt he'll be showing up on smackdown tonight to tell aj styles i guess what to do again he should just deliver the same exact promo. Exactly, yeah, word for But this word. time, when he said it during his promo, like, I can't do this on SmackDown because I'll have five other guys trying to interrupt me. Mm-hmm. He said he just had Goldust interrupt him. Yeah, he had one guy. Next, Kurt Angle and Elias backstage. Elias is trying to get out of his Symphony of Destruction match late in the evening. It's Braun Strowman. Kurt Angle said, nope. He said, nope, not going to happen. Not going to happen. He said, okay, I'll consider it. Thank you, Kurt. I've considered it. No. I'm not canceling the match. Elias. Oh, man. Next up, we had Bailey versus uh, Mandy Rose right before the match went down. Oh, yeah, but there's a Bailey interview here. Where she was talking about uh, being friends with Sasha Banks or something like that. I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was, it was she, interview, yeah. She's saying, look, man, you know, I get that it's every woman for themselves in these various matches that Sasha has screwed me over in, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a pushover, man. And then she was interrupted. By Absolution's music. Yeah, Paige said some really mean things. Yeah, she man. said, Bailey, you're just a kid. Well, she was saying stuff like the strength of numbers. You need to have somebody to have your back. Yes. And that's us. Um, okay, match. Bailey wins by roll-up. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolution comes in afterwards, attacks Bailey. Sasha runs out, makes the save. Sasha offers a hug to Bailey. She did this. Yeah. Bailey pushes past her, walks out of the ring. I loved it. I thought it was great. I don't think we're going to get this match that we all want to see, though, man. I don't think we're going to get it. I think they want to push Absolution. I think Bailey versus Sasha would be so much freaking box office. I would love that match. It'd like it'd be so great. But I really think this is going to. You know how the WWE is. They never. There's only three weeks left. They don't really have. They don't really do like the really cool thing. 
they do kind of the little bit lame thing, here's, here's, which is, oh, we want them to be friends. So because pulling the trigger on like a heel Sasha. Maybe they'll actually do that at Mania during that match. It's a tag match. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe, huh? Yeah. Get, ob- get Absolution over and uh, pull the, the heel trigger on uh, Sasha. And maybe, maybe Sasha. I mean, we said when we, we heard the page was hurt and wouldn't be able to wrestle anymore that maybe Absolution needs a new, at least, in-ring leader. Oh, I would love that. That'd be great. Why not have Sasha take yeah. that role? That'd be really cool. That'd be good. So, yeah, it could be. Look at that. We just booked it. Good yeah. job. Good and job. And then us. maybe a SummerSlam. We yeah, get, SummerSlam we get. Or Money in the Bank. Yeah. Get Sasha versus Bailey. Well, one of the stories within the Money in the Bank women's match could be Sasha Bailey. There you go. Ooh, look at that. There is news that Tired. broke. We'll talk about this now because it's a, a brief little news item. There was news that broke yesterday after we did yesterday's dirt sheet, the Monday news show, that Money in the Bank, both the Money in the Bank uh, ladder matches are going to be uh, uh, cross-promotional. Mm-hmm. So I'd assume three, brand or in, yeah, whatever. Three, uh, three members of each brand in the, in the ladder matches. First mm-hmm. time ever. That's great. Yeah, that is great. A bunch of little things dropped yesterday, like uh, like little things. Like two of, this is actually a little thing, but 205 Live, apparently they're getting tag team titles. Yeah, man, that's cool. They're getting a tag division. That's awesome. That's really cool. Give them something to do. Uh, let's see here. Next. Braun iPhone promo. Oh, next we have the Nia Jax Alexa Bliss. Oh, sorry. I'm we sorry. already talked about that, though. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, Braun iPhone promo. Why? I did not see that. Oh, one. he's awesome. Okay. He's best. I'm trying to remember what. There's a lot of words. Okay. I mean, like on the screen, they did that stuff again. I'm glad I stopped missed doing it. it. it just but the promo was great. Just annoying. Talk about get these hands. Get these hands. Anyways, that led to the Symphony of Destruction match. Man, I was I was impressed by Elias' mu- uh, musicmanship. What did I tell you? I'm telling you, man. I said this for ages. More so this guy. His, his piano playing. Yeah. But he managed to hold a beat on the drums fine. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I think he knows a little bit of everything. That's fine. Yeah. I don't necessarily think he's a virtuoso on any of them, but he knows how to play I think on guitar, he's a virtuoso. I think he is. I think he knows how to come off like he's not, though. I think he's that good. Look at that. He's good. He's because pretty good. it's funnier for him no, to I agree. kind of know how to play. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought in NXT it was funny, funny of him to seem like he barely knew how to play, because that's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. So I think he's good. Mm-hmm. Virtuoso, I'm not sure about that. I don't know, man. We all we have all the evidence in the world to suggest. I mean, I can I can I can carry a beat on the drums. Oh I can, no! I Here can we go. play some chords on the piano, Here and I can handle myself okay on the guitar. But I wouldn't consider myself a virtuoso. It doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be a me See, versus here, him. No, it's thing. not that. It's, it's me who actually knows how to play an instrument or two versus you who knows, knows how to play zero. Okay, no, the difference is this: Jerry Lawler. Is a Norman Rockwell-esque yeah, artist. If he was never a wrestler, oh my God, this guy would be a national treasure yeah. for his artwork alone. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, I know. I like to draw. Yeah. I'm a bucket of assholes compared to him. You need to admit that you're probably a bucket of assholes compared to Elias. I don't know that. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the evidence. His best? You haven't seen his best? Yeah. He's good. I mean, you're, you've said for a long time you think he's really good. I haven't seen that yet. He's I think, good. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's pretty good. I think he knows what he's doing. And it's impressive that he can just get behind this written play. Bang! Just like that. Oh, I loved it. It was great. Anyways, oh, it was yeah. great. So they had a piano out. Listen, here, hold on. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to tear down a lot or disparage his his musical talent. I don't think you are either. Because they're there. I'm think, just trying to. I think we have evidence that he's a virtuoso. He's very good. But the evidence suggests that he's more than very good. That he's great. Virtuoso. We'll have to ask him. We need an interview with Elias. I mean, if he sat down on the piano and played like some Bach, then I would agree with you. Right, yeah, but that's the thing. That's not his character. I understand that. But I think you have to be a virtuoso in order to play the character who's just decent. I don't know about that. I think you do. You could just actually in be decent. In front of that many people. I think you could just actually be decent. Oh, I don't know. Because you're just decent. I don't think you can go out there and be just decent on a piano in front of 10,000 people. I think you'd be a mess. I think that'd be more a matter of experience being in front of that crowd on a regular basis, which he has, and I do not. Anyways, there was a piano out there, three guitars like propped up, uh, a double bass, double bass and a, a small drum set. And a little drum kit right there. He yeah. comes out, cuts a great promo. They're yeah. giving him so much time on the mic where he shows off his skills behind each of these uh, instruments. Yeah. It was great. Uh, he starts singing a song on his guitar as he's uh, walking down the, the ramp, and he says, I want a proper entrance. So they dim the lights. They do the spotlight. You hear, ladies and gentlemen, say, Elias. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, where is he? Lights come up. He he's not there. <laughs> he's running away. He runs through the crowd. He runs through the crowd. He gets backstage. He goes to the car garage thing. He gets in a car. He tries to back up. 
And he looks behind him, and his car's not going anywhere because Braun is holding his car up as the wheels are spinning. Yeah. What's chat saying that you're talking no, about? I'm trying to put myself over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love when you do that. Um, I'm not trying to put myself over. I'm just trying to, 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 to have an argument with you to fill time on the show. No, man. We're, look, we're at this, <laughs> this is the point of the show. We're having conversations. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Anyways. Um, so, anyways, uh, Elias freaks out. He gets out of there. Braun puts the car down. They, you know, gives chase. The yeah. Cha- yeah, the chase is on. Uh, um, they come out to the ramp. Uh, Braun destroys Elias. Um, they get back to the ring. Uh, Elias gets his licks in a little he, bit. No, not yeah, a man. little bit. There was a good chunk of match where he was, you know, murdering Braun with all those instruments and stuff. Well, he was back with the car, yeah. And then he was beating up best he could. Yeah. I thought, I thought they tried to go Elias for a pinfall. Yeah, they did. Tries to go for a pinfall. Braun kicks out. Um, they fight up towards the ramp some more. Braun destroys a bass again mm-hmm, yeah. over Elias, and then he tosses him under the piano, bangs out some notes. That was great. Um, and then lifts up the piano, uh, like there's a leg that seemed like it was foldable on the on the front of it, and then drop the piano on top of Elias. Then he moves the piano and pins him. Well, he like chucks it off because it became. Yeah, Kurt earlier called it a false count anywhere match. The great thing is during the entire match, uh, Corey Graves was dropping Megadeth reference after Megadeth reference. It I know. was fantastic. It was awesome. And then at the end, he even said, "If that wasn't enough to get me some free Megadeth tickets, I don't know what is." <laughs> that was awesome. But I don't think he ever used the phrase "sweating bullets," did he? I don't know. I just caught I, that the, so. I just caught at the end, and then people on Twitter were mentioning. No, it. I caught I caught a, I caught several of them. Yeah. Were sweating bullets. Oh, I loved it. Well, wasn't sweating bullets just a Mustaine solo? No, that was a Megadeth song. Was it? I believe I thought so. That was just the Dave Mustaine thing. I mean, he is the front man for Megadeth. Well, I get that. I'm just saying. Yeah, Megadeth. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, hello, me. It's me again. I know the song. It's like the only song that I really know. Oh, yeah, look at that. Okay. Sweating bullets. Yep. Next up, we had Bray Wyatt versus Rhino. I wonder who won this match. Bray Wyatt did with Sister Abigail. He dropped the promo afterwards, then uh, calling out Matt Hardy. He wanted him to show up in the ring. Instead, we got Matt Hardy on Titantron. Mm-hmm. He challenged Bray Wyatt um, uh, to a match at the only place that the Great War could really take place, the Hardy Compound. Crowd popped big when he yep. said the Hardy Compound. And then, of course, we get... A bunch of great shots of the Hardy compound. We get, uh, we get Skarsgård, dilapidated boat. Uh-huh. That was in there. We got Vanguard 1. Yeah, Vanguard 1. Yeah. No Senior Benjamin, though. No, no. Um, Rebby claim, claims on Twitter that she shot a bunch of that stuff. On, like last Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I don't want professionals out there, man. I want Rebby. Whoever did it the first time, Borash whoever, yeah. to do it this time. Yes. It was great. It was fantastic. Oh, I loved it. So, yeah, we're going to get the ultimate deletion at some point. Yeah. Rumor has it it's going to be before Mania. I really think that's a waste. I really want that. Yeah, I want to be in Mania. But maybe they want Mania to actually t- all take place in the stadium. Yeah, probably. Next up. I mean, they saw how it went at, uh, when we were at well, House of Horrors. House of Horrors, yeah. But still, that's the arena. That's where Raw is going to take place. Not the same arena, but at well, arena. I know, but you know, you don't, want to risk, you don't want to risk a crowd dying. You've got seven, eight hours of content. They're going to be dead no matter what. Yeah. Next up. Next up, the Mizzies. Vera did the editing for those video package. And he's wildly rich. entertaining. Wow. This was great. The only thing it was missing was people repeating lines in slow-mo. Back when uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Engel and Miz were going back and forth. Nothing? Nothing. That should have been the thing, yeah. The zoom in. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, he was doling out uh, awards, Mizzies, to uh, Seth, Finn, and of course, Kurt Angle. There's one great bit where it was like, the, the the category was worst decision made by a GM. Oh, yeah. And it was all Kurt Angle. And one of them was, because they had, like, announcer voice doing the nomination specifics. And yeah. Bringing his bastard son up to Raw. Somebody noted, too. I forget who is this in chat. Somebody noted that, uh, uh, and maybe it was on Twitter, that uh, in the opening segment when Stephanie was talking about Kurt needing his job, she said, how many kids oh, yeah. do you have? Four? And he said, Five. Well, it would be six if you included Jason Jordan. So he essentially forgot about Jason Jordan, <laughs> which is great. Maybe he meant kids who need to be fed. Because Jason be. Jordan has his own money. Well, that wasn't the question, Stephanie. Yeah. I know. Just, how I many know. kids do you have? I know. It was great, though. Oh, and he's got a little one-year-old, a little baby, a little baby angle. That's cute. 
Um, uh, finally, he was going to give out the Lifetime Achievement Award to himself, but he was interrupted by Seth Rollins, yeah. who himself was interrupted by Blue Balor. Oh, I love I love Seth's reaction whenever Balor shows up, and Balor just with that big old smile of his, and he still does the thing with all that. Yeah. And he's really happy with himself. I love. So apparently they've been they've been teaming up on the on the house show yeah. circuit to get their chemistry, I guess. But uh, I, I freaking I love oh, great. together. Their chemistry great. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a genuine feud between these two. Oh, same. I think that'd be fantastic. That'd be really great. Um, so we got kind of that. We're gonna get a uh, uh, so yeah. We got a tag match with uh, well, it was three a on two. Tag match. Yeah, three it, was, on two. it was Seth and Finn versus Miz and the Miz Um There was a couple spots where there was some unanticipated tags between Finn and Seth mm-hmm. um, that caused some tension between the two of them, but didn't cost them the match because uh, Seth tagged himself in right as Finn was setting Miz up for a coup de gras. Um, Seth hit a stomp on Miz, picked up the win. After the match, Kurt Angle comes out and says, "Miz, you know, uh, I'll tell you who your mania opponent is. It isn't Seth." It isn't Finn. It's both of them. Mm-hmm. Triple threat match. Yeah. Mania for the Intercontinental title. Seth and Finn, both very happy. Yeah. Well, Finn, really happy. Seth was more, I don't know, I guess he was happy. He but was he jacked. wanted his own opportunity. He wanted his own match, and they both stared at the WrestleMania design. Whereas yeah. Miz has looked upset. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that's going to be a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. I don't know who comes out of it, but it wouldn't surprise me if Miz retained. Yeah, that's kind of my, my feeling, too. He made a point last night of saying that he was only, what, 55, 55 days? days away from breaking Pedro Morales' record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if there's enough infighting between Seth and Finn, Miz can capitalize on that, retain, yeah. and then next pay-per-view probably drop it to one of them. Man, I'd love to see that title on Finn. Yeah, man. Ooh, I'd love to see He that. should get the, uh, the strap blue. I know. Blue Balor. Yeah. Intercontinental champion. Burgundy strap. Yeah. Ooh. Just whatever color tights he has. Mm-hmm. Matching strap. So wait, how tall is Finn supposed to be? Five ten. Man, when he was next to Seth, they really seemed. I think Seth is about six one. I thought I read that he's six two. Or six two. Six two. But man, they seem like like Finn. There's not really that much of a difference. I feel like. I mean, Seth is taller, noticeably, but not dramatically. Yeah, right. It's weird. Anyways, uh, next up we had like a twenty minute Paul Heyman promo. Apparently, like on the East Coast. They cut to uh, Unsolved, the Tupac uh, Biggie thing. Oh, when he first took, he took then, his first and break? Went, and then went back to him, I think. No, I oh. think I think it was before he even came out. Because he came out at 11 o'clock. Yeah. And uh, and so according to like some Twitter and, and some some people were saying that, yeah. I saw out. that, yeah. That it was cut away. Back to yeah. Oh, gotcha. Because people were very Because there was that one point where he delivered the first half of his promo. And then he the stopped. Mic. Yeah, I, I thought, thought the he was same leaving, thing. And they thought they But they when I looked at it, they were like, no, no, apparently it was before he even came out. Whatever. just happens. USA is doing their own negotiating with a, Seems like their it. hardball negotiations. Anyways, uh, I thought this promo could have been half the time that it was because, man, when he... So he delivered a pretty effective first promo saying, you know, nobody bitched about The Undertaker when he shows up only one day a year. Undertaker's not holding up a title, dude. Yeah, I know. You know? He's also like 50-something years old. I know, exactly. Um, and uh, I don't know, it was just a really, really long-winded promo. I thought the first half was effective... And then when he stepped back in to call the universal title uh, Brock Lesnar's bitch, I thought that, I don't know, I just thought it was wonky. And, yeah. And just, if he had, it, I'm a, I was okay, I guess, with the sentiment. But, like, if he had included that within the first promo, I thought both promos just should have been smashed into Agreed, one. yeah. And made one shorter promo, because, God, he just, he just talks and talks mm-hmm. and talks. No, it definitely would have benefited from being much shorter. Yeah. And then Roman comes out. And Roman, oh, sorry, Paul Hett says that, uh, Roman, you want Brock, he'll be here next week. Yeah, so Roman comes out and essentially says, you know, make sure, he says, he says Brock really is a little bitch, isn't he? He sends you out instead of himself. I just want to talk to him like a man. The people here, they want him here. They want him to want to be here. Yeah. And tell him next week when he does show up to wear, to not put on his, uh, his uh, promo clothes. Which is just a t-shirt and, like, sweatpants. Yeah, put on, you know, fighting, fighting clothes, clothes, so it's his, his shorts. Yeah. He's going to be wearing the promo clothes if he shows up at all. My only complaint about it, my only complaint about it, because I, I thought it was Roman doing what he can do. Yeah. We've seen Roman going outside of what he can do and being very successful at it. When Samoa Joe would get up in Heyman's face was so great. Oh, I liked when Roman came in the ring, though, and, and told him to pick up that belt. I really respect. liked that. that I really good. liked that. That was really good. I thought that 
he could have escalated that line yeah. of, of and he, he drama. Didn't, he didn't get into Heyman's face to the same degree that Joe did, but he, he doesn't need to. But he was he was pushing in on face. He was pushing on Heyman's comfort zone a little bit because Heyman was stepping away. Yeah, he was. Heyman was doing a good job. I yeah. just felt like Roman should have made it a bit more uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, that there and there should have been a bit more bass in his voice. I don't have any water. Yeah, what'd you do that for? I forgot my hydro. Because I got to do too much stuff around here, man. You're just sitting here dinking. Well, if you want me, with if, if you need help with something, then ask for help. <laughs> I'd rather do it all my. I'd rather be a martyr. I'd rather do it all I'm myself and complain about it. Than say, hey Larson, can you yeah. press this button for me? Can you yeah. plug this cord in for me? Yeah. Last time I'm over here, what do you mean to do? Yeah. Don't worry about it, I got it. You need to reach for the brass ring. I mean, I'm offering to help. I know. I appreciate it. I'm just giving you shit. Um, so, anyways, that closed the show. I thought it was decent. I thought it could yeah, have been it was effective. A bit it may not have been dramatic. dramatic, but it was effective in, tell, in telling the story they're trying Roman's to tell. Roman's a top guy. I'm going to hold him to top guy standards. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, he didn't go out there and embarrass himself. He did. We did. Well, did. No, I didn't I'm, say I he did. I'm just saying he, you know, it was a good. It was a double, not a home run. We don't need a home run every time, Steve. I like to aim high, man. Well, here's Stop the thing. It's all, it's all I'm trying to fill out the show. Damn it. We don't need to fill out the show. We have plenty of. I'm time. trying to have a conversation. Can't see it. It's about a half hour. Anyways, like, if, I mean, yeah, home runs are fun, but sometimes you want to see some teams string together some hits. And score runs that way. Fine. Using the baseball fine. metaphor. Then give me a triple then. Can can we agree that he could have hit a triple? Yeah, but sometimes a double's fine because maybe next week he'll hit a single and then hit a home run after that and it's a three run home run. More All right. RBIs. All right, let's answer some questions. All right. I'm done with this. Um, unretired Dwayne Nix. So that Samoan and drop was not the prettiest looking thing at all from Ronda. With that being said, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's the possibility that Ronda legit hurt Stephanie Amania? Yeah, zero. They're not going to have her go outside her comfort zone. I mean, according to Tommy Dreamer's critique of the movie, uh, uh, based on how Ronda delivered, it was more uh, a possibility that Ronda would hurt herself. Yeah. Versus Stephanie. Um, Jonathan Reiner, power rank other fun gimmick matches Elias and Strowman can have. Have a oh, I have an idea. You know those giant uh, Hulk foam hands? Yeah. Put those on a pole. A get these hands match. Get those hands match. Yeah. Hands. Um, well, you know, they're both musically inclined. We saw, again, Braun exercising his uh, his piano fingers last night, doing a fantastic job. Yes. That's that, that's more in the line of what I could do. Dun, 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 yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. all I could do is play, like, three Radiohead songs. Like <laughs> <a couple laughs> yeah, but piano. you do them well. It bugs the crap out of me, though, because my uh, father-in-law, he's a hell of a piano yeah. player. And they have a piano at his house, and... When I take Alabama over there, he'll get on there and do it like, like we're at the freaking, you know, gem saloon or something. Oh, man. He's, I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that. See, I, my, I, I, Am we, I too old to take lessons? No. We uh, we have a piano, but we don't have room for it, so it's in storage right now. Oh, man, yeah. We had, we, cause our house we were renting when we first moved back, we had mm-hmm. a piano in the entry, and I'd play whenever I got to I need to learn. It seems so satisfying. It, it is. Like it's a lot very of fun. Satisfying. You want to know how the notes are laid out and how those form chords and stuff. It's just yeah. practice from there. Um, TGX. So, as a Megadeth fan, I found amusing that tonight's Raw featured the Symphony of Destruction match, which, in case you didn't know, was one of Megadeth's most famous songs. So, with that said, name some other rock metal songs that would make a good name for a wrestling match. Well, they literally did the Unforgiven pay per view, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Master of Puppets match. That'd be cool. So what would be this? I don't know. You just busting puppets out. That'd be kind of weird. Try to think of some other, uh, Sweating bullets match, and like they turn off the AC in the arena. Instead of sauna. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Trying to think of some other metal songs. Um, that would be applicable. Shouldn't be that hard for us. Yeah, it really shouldn't be that difficult, man. Yeah, I know my music. I'm going through some other Metallica songs. <laughs> All I know is like their post, their post the oh, black oh, album, yeah, their early stuff. I don't really know a lot of their like, yeah. Sweating bolts. Um, trying to think of like some other metal songs, not necessarily Metallica. I don't know, man. I feel like, okay. And all the ones I'm thinking of are not really. Give me, an, really. An, give me an Anthrax song. I'm like, I'm looking at my phone right now. Oh, okay. This question's bugging the crap. Yeah, me too. Bring the noise. Well, the public enemy, uh, yeah, collab. 
Let's see. Breathing lightning. What can you do with that? Not much. <laughs> Undertaker would have to be involved. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, move on. We laid a fart on that question. Yeah, we did. Hold on. Okay, continue, and I'll come back. All right. A.O. Worm, scale of 1 to 10. Will Asuka face Bliss at Mania? I think so. Oh, Bliss. fade to black. Oh, there you fade go. to black match. So, like, Aleister Black versus somebody is like a KO match. No, no, no. There no. you go. Okay, yeah, KO match. I like that. But I was thinking more literal. You know, the it's a 15-minute time limit, and the lights are going down at that time Over limit. that period of time. Oh, They're okay. dimming gotcha. during that period gotcha. of time. Or the lights just go out randomly for a period of go. a minute. You know, that would have been a more effective use of Bray Wyatt's satanic powers and projecting. Turn the lights out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, establish that he can do that. So on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you say it is? What are the odds that we get Bliss versus uh, uh, Asuka? Uh, eight. Seven and a half. Sorry. Seven and a half. Yeah, I'm like at six right now. I'll, I'll say six. Um, yeah. Daryl Takahashi, Power Rank Instrument Spots, the Elias match, should have used. He says he would have loved to have seen Elias' head go through an accordion. Yeah, I was going to say an accordion, too. Yeah, an accordion's like, that's like the ultimate comedy device, or comedy instrument. I think Weird Al used the accordion, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Phenomenal Blitz. Now that Chicago is all in. Yeah, man. Power Rank, five ways. By the way, when I go to all in... I'm going to wear my G.G. Allen shirt. Oh, dear. And I'll be like, what? I thought this was a G.G. Allen convention. That was a G.G. Allen convention. <laughs> Powering five ways CM Punk can show up at the... Oh, there you go. I have a G.G. Allen match. People just throw poop at each other. Oh, dear. Uh, Powering five ways CM Punk can show up at the event. Well, he can go via car. Yeah. Helicopter. Public transit. Public transit. Motorbike. Or... Hovercraft. Hovercraft. There you go. One of those, like, yeah, one of those jetpack things that the Army's developing. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> uh, the glorious Steve Klain. Do you think Husky Harris will make an appearance coming out of the Lake of Reincarnation? Oh, that'd be funny. I really hope they get really cool. weird with it. I know, it. me too. I really want them to get weird with it like that. Uh, <clears throat> Jose GGR. Is Chris Jericho the best overall mic work, ring work, psychology, uh, etc. wrestler of all time? I think he's the best ever, but he's top ten. After that match he put together at the age of 47, putting together a five-star match. Are you kidding me? Maybe. He's know. up there. Yeah, he's definitely up there. I mean, I, I can kind of only speak for, you know, the the 1980s and on. you got to put Flair in the conversation. Oh, yeah. you got to put Stone Cold in the conversation. Yeah, but by the time he put everything together in terms of like his persona, his rest because of the own art. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. His wrestling wasn't. He was what well, it used to be. I know. Yeah, he was but he's brawl. still good with ring psychology. No, yeah, he was great. Yeah, no, it was probably Flair. I mean, it's, yeah, it's probably Flair. Come on, the guy was like the greatest promo of all time and one of the greatest in ring performers mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. But then I'm not really sure about if you go back like within the context of of their time. You know, you got guys like you know the original Nature Boy. Mm-hmm. I think he did a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Who was the one we saw in black and white running all around place the other day, like in gift form or something? Oh, it was Buddy Rogers. Oh, Buddy Rogers. Yeah, it was yeah. Buddy Rogers. Yeah. 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 Really like he was about to fall over. <laughs> right. While exactly. he was running the moment. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Larson's Black Cat Stepfather. We've kind of gone over this before, but five WWE superstars that need a change in entrance music. Number one is Baron Corbin. They really should never have changed Yeah, they need to go back music. to his previous music. Was way oh, whenever I hear his intro to it, it sound, I feel like it's a bludgeon brother. Yeah, I know. Oh. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. They're all on SmackDown. Yeah, I know. Um, the cat, Daryl Takahashi, was the being elite, being the elite drug-free bear, a way to symbolize CM Punk's return at All In. Oh, there you go. And Code Diesel says... The drug-free bear turns out to be punk at the show. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, man. That'd be cool. That'd be great. Uh, ben uh, Ben Hyken. What was the point of the Cena Goldust promo? I honestly don't know. To promote Fastlane. That was the point of it. Well, that's what his promo did, but what did what, what was the purpose of sending Goldust out there? So, so Cena had a, could have a match on Raw? There was any number of other people. Look, no, I love I Goldust. I'm just saying like, there should be some significance to it. Ooh, bronze grappling hook. Would you guys like to see Stephanie and Triple H hire, bring up, 
Shayna Baszler to face Ronda. Shayna could only be doing it for the money, and Ronda says she lost her love for that. I don't care about all that, but yeah, I'd yeah, love that'd be that. great. That'd be a great way to bring her up. It's a it's a creative way to bring her up. Um, Custard Cannon, Jared Ellis, with WWE signing so much independent wrestling talent over the past five, ten years or so, power rank. Who do you think is most likely to end up in the WWE Hall of Fame? Uh, personally, he says he'd like to see AJ Styles since he grew up watching him in TNA. They're going to have to expand the number of people they... Number one, the number of people and the pattern that they use because it's like one woman a year. I know. We're getting to the point where you're going to have to start doing a couple more than that. I know. You know? As far as the people signed directly from the indies, Seth Rollins. I mm-hmm. think of, of everybody that's kind of fit that mold within the last five, ten years of, you know, wrestling the indies being huge in, say, Ring of Honor mm-hmm. and then coming over to WWE. I, you know, I don't know this for sure, but Seth Rollins seems like he's had the most success in terms of titles. Mm-hmm. Him and yeah. Kevin Owens. Him and Kevin Owens, yeah. Seems like Kevin, yeah. Um, AJ had a slightly different path because I don't really consider TNA in Indies nor in New Japan. Yeah. I know AJ spent some time in Ring of Honor. Also, you got to say Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. So I'd say Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, or Shoeins. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'd say that. For AJ's sure. a shoe and I, I think, too, but that's for the not just his ways and that would be for the SP for the culmination of his career because he's done mm-hmm. a lot of awesome stuff all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Who else? Yeah, I think those would be the top three or four that come to mind. Yeah. Right now. But obviously we have plenty of time. Oh, Keegan Green also had a similar question at TGX's with the songs that could be a stipulation matches. So just wanted to give a shout out there. Um, Embryonic Reflection. Which wrestlers are terrible drivers? He says he feels Scott Steiner is a terrible driver. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. He's probably all full of road rage. Yeah. Um, who would be a terrible driver? I don't. I haven't watched enough of a. I don't. Has there been any like notoriously terrible drivers on the what do they call ride along? Ride along. I don't know. I don't recall. Uh, who had the story on one of those animated things? Where I think it was classy Freddie Blassie was like a nightmare driver. Oh really? Yeah, I forget who. I was trying to think of telling that the, story. The backstage bits where someone was in a car and ran someone over. <laughs> Rikishi. Yeah, Rikishi. Yeah, Rikishi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, terrible driver. Uh, CM Punk finds it insulting. Power rank things that Vince McMahon wants in the ultimate deletion. Um, he says number one, a koala imbued with the soul of Kevin Dunn. I don't. Oh, that means that means either. Um. I think I think if if the reports are true, Vince is just a fan of. Here's the thing: it's going to be like they're going to bring out the classics. Yeah, and so I know your point about they need to do some new stuff, and I hope they do. But I think there's a good middle ground. Well, I mean, as long as they have the hallmarks of the whole thing, you get you get the boat, and then you add to it. You get some fireworks. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to have Senior Benjamin in there. And here's the thing: don't make it a one-time thing. Remember how far TNA went with it? They mm-hmm. had. Tag Team Apocalypto, mm-hmm. do that. Have various superstars. Well, then from there, they went from to uh, <laughs> the Expedition of Gold. Mm-hmm, yeah. They had the Hardys go to promotions uh, around the world to uh, to get more belts. Yeah. Jerome Murray, would you guys be okay with uh, Matt and Bray doing their ultimate deletion at Mania and not actually being in-ring on the yeah, show? Yeah, man, I'd I prefer think that. that's how it should be. Same here. Absolutely. People would get a kick out oh, of it. Oh, here's a great question from Sean Woolsey. Um, not WWE-related question, but power rank matches that will get Steve to strong style of all. Whoa, whoa. So, I mean, granted, uh, Young Bucks versus the Golden Lovers has already... That, that alone should that get alone, your in your seat. That alone is 43%. So another match of that quality, right? Well, give it to me. Would be another who should, oh, 43%. Who should Okada face? Oh, that's a big question, isn't it? Or Naito. What if we get... Well, uh, be, I'd want Okada. I'd be uh, Okada. All right. It'd be Okada versus... I don't know. Who do I like? Who's Cody fighting? Do we know who Cody's fighting? No. Is Cody going to be... He's got to be a strong star. Yeah, I assume he'd be there. Okay. Cody versus... Man, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Let me let me take a look at the roster here. So right now, matches that we give know. Me for some, sh- give me some ideas. For sure. Ha- uh, what about Will Ospreay defending his uh, junior heavyweight title against? Okay. Will Ospreay versus... 
I don't know. I feel like didn't we already see him against the ticking time bomb? Like yeah, a couple times, a bunch of times. I'd see that again. That's great, man. I'd watch that again. I'd watch that, that, that a million that, times. That, that's worth 20%. Okay. Right there. Um, but I don't know. any Like, if Will Ospreay is going to be there, then, you know, that Will Ospreay alone is like a good 19%. Yeah. So right there, he got me like 60%. 63. Yeah. Man, it'll be fun to see. I don't know. There's too many possibilities. There's, there's a too, lot. There's too many possibilities. There's a lot. What if Jericho Naito was... Announced. Yeah, that's a good twenty percent too. Okay, so we take Osprey there. That's twenty percent plus that match. Twenty percent. That's eighty-three percent. Yeah. So chances are I'm going. Yeah. But they have to make the matches. Right now, chances are going anyways. They have to make the matches. Let's see here. Uh, um. Oh, Broken Steve. So after another solid promo from Roman, how do you see his face-to-face with Brock going? I think it's going to be good, man. I think it's going to be really good. How do you think that's going to go next week? I'm, I'm, it's a coin flip if Brock shows up. If he's even going to be there, right? I kind of hope he's not. Yeah, I know. Me too. I know. Did they say it was, oh, it was from Detroit next week? Mm-hmm. I think I read that he's, that he's like... He was announced to be there before even last night. Like he was okay, well, he was to announced be to be in Anaheim, too, before the show. And yeah, yeah, I know. Showed. Um, I don't know. I think they're going to – I think uh, – here, here's how I think it'll go if he shows up, which I'm kind of with you. Kind of hope he doesn't. He's super obnoxious about whatever it is he's doing. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? He's got to be – He's got to be, like, completely apathetic a to thousand anything percent other than – Because I'm – dude, I'm buying into this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I really love the angle. I think same, it's great. Same here. Um, Co-Diesel, scale 1 to 10, will Triple H win another WrestleMania match? So 1, yes. Oh, wait, sorry, 1, no, 10, yes. Mm. His team is not picking up the win at Mania this year. No, that's I, that might be all my confidence points. Yeah, that's the lock. Or probably all Rousey's making points. Stephanie tap to an armbar. That's yeah, the finish of the match. That's the finish of the match. I'd, I'd say never say never. He's He has to have at least, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 is no. He has to have at least a three. Yeah. At least a three. Maybe his last Mania match he'll pick up a win. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's got to have one more. He has to have one, one final match. Yeah. And then he'll pick up the win there. We haven't seen the last of the Golden Shuffle. The Golden Shuffle. Listen. Announced here. Best wrestler, me. Triple H, the game. Paul Levesque. Call me what you want, but I'm the best. Uh, that guy... Which superhero would do the best in WWE? What? Who? What? Which superhero would do the best in WWE? Won't be Superman. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I mean, he'd be like I mean, no one could beat him. He'd be like nobody could beat him. Yeah, he'd be like the Brock Lesnar. But who'd be most over? Probably the Hulk, because you get that little Bruce Banner guy in there, or David Banner, whatever his name is. You get him in there. Yeah. And then you know Kevin Owens spits on his face or he transforms eventually to Braun Strowman. He turns into Braun Strowman yeah. and destroys people yeah. while, while Hulk wins. Yeah. Superman would be more like Cena. People would be like, "Oh, you again?" I mean, it's kind of reaction to Superman's movies. They're like, "Oh, he's he's not that interesting of a character." Oh, this is actually he interesting. Just always wins. Now. This is actually something that we haven't really even talked about. What? With Miz and Maurice's daughter due near Mania, do you think it's a given that he's going to drop the IC title so he can take some time off and be a dad? That's entirely possible. That could be, right? Yeah, okay, that, yeah, could that, be that, thing. that changes things then. Yeah, that's entirely possible. That's actually really plausible. I mean, I know he's got, you know, some people, they want to be there for all that stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. he's made it known that he wants to be there for all that stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right, you want to do play per view? I'm sure there are people who don't want to be there for that stuff. I enjoy being there for that stuff. Mm-hmm. I got WrestleMania 23. We're going to do WrestleMania from here on out. Oh, wow. Okay. You have 23? Yeah. All right. What did we do last time? Did we do two and three last time? We're just yeah, going to skip yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll skip around. Uh, you have which one? 23. 23? Okay. I'll do... Um, what's this one? It sounds like it's probably a crap one. How many matches do you have? Um, nine, including dark match, so eight. I could do either. Okay, I'll do 26. All right. I'll do 26. And you have how many matches? Nine. Nine? Oh, God, I have 11. Um, so I will start. Any of them dark matches? 
The first one's a darn okay. match. All right, so let's do the last nine then. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Um, in a lumberjack show, a lumberjack match during the pre-show, a dark match. Um, Chavo Guerrero and Gregor, Gregory Helms versus Carlito and Ric Flair. Uh, what is this? What kind of match is this? It's a lumberjack tag match. A lumberjack tag match. Okay, so there's a bunch of lumberjacks out there. Carlito and Flair are probably the bad guys. Um, I'm going to say bad guys find a way to win. Yeah. Ric Flair and Carlito. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, in a triple threat match, Randy Orton versus it's it's all of a what their name Legacy I guess Randy Orton Cody Rhodes and Teddy DiBiase. Oh, oh Orton's got to win. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, in a Money in the Bank ladder match, the participants were CM Punk, Edge, Finley, Mr. Kennedy, Jeff Hardy, King Booker, Randy Orton, and Matt Hardy. Punk won. Nope. No. Mr. Kennedy. Oh, worst. Poor guy. In a Money in the Bank ladder match, Ooh. we had uh, Shelton Benjamin, MVP, Matt Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Jack Swagger, Christian, Christian, Dolph, Drew McIntyre, uh, Evan Bourne, and Kane. Jack Swagger. Very good. Um, Kane versus the Great Kali. I think they were pushing Kali at the time. We'll say Kali. Okay. Singles match. Seamus, the Celtic Warrior, versus the Golden Shuffle, Triple H. Seamus. Wrong. The Golden Shuffle Damn. strikes again. This is WrestleMania. I got to get my KDS up. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Chris Benoit. KDI. What is it? KD? What is it? KDR. Chris Benoit versus MVP for the United States Championship. Uh, MVP. No, really? A cripple or a crossface guy? Singles match. Singles match. CM Punk with the Straight Edge Society versus 619 Rey Mysterio. Mysterio? Uh, good. Yeah. All right. Correct. Uh, next, for the World Heavyweight Championship, Batista, the champion, mm-hmm. versus The Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker won. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in a no-holds-barred lumberjack match with Bruce Hart as special guest referee. Oh, you know, Bret Hart, you know, I'm taking on uh, uh, Vince Vince McMahon. Oh, Bret. Yeah, Bret won. And uh, I shoot, broke his ankle, and I stood over him and said, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the eight-man tag match, the ECW originals, Rob Van Dam, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, and the Sandman versus the new breed, Elijah Burke, Kevin Thorne, Matt Stryker, and Marcus Corvon. All right, man. This is either at the beginning of a push for those guys or the fizzle out of a push. I'm going to say it's the beginning of a push. Those guys, the new breed. No, really? Easy to good for them. Wow. Usually they bring out those old guys to lose. Uh, in a singles match for the World Heavyweight Championship, the champion, break the wall, Chris Jericho, versus the challenger, Edge. Edge. No. Damn. Next. Umaga. Umaga. Versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Lashley won. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> not Lashley winning. But no, not yeah. Lashley winning. The whole stipulation. Yeah. Stipulation. Yeah. Uh, talking about fuck you. Uh, in a ten diva tag team match, five on five, like a Survivor Series match. Um, one team was Beth Phoenix, Eve Torres, Gail Kim, Kelly Kelly, and Mickey James. The other team was Alicia Fox, Layla, Maurice, nice, Michelle, Michelle McCool, and Vicky Guerrero. First team. Uh, th- no. Damn. Michelle McCool won. She's Damn. my wife. Of course she's oh, going okay. over. In a Lumberjill match for the WWE Women's Championship, Ashley versus Molina. For the Women's Championship? Uh-huh. I'll say Ashley. No. Okay. In a singles match for the WWE Championship, the champion, Batista, uh, versus the challenger, John Cena. Well, Cena wins. Very good. Uh, 
for the WWE Championship main event, John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Um, say, Lol Cena wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, in a no disqualification streak versus career match, The Undertaker versus the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Undertaker. Very good. You beat me by one. I win. Good job. Good for me. Should never, never bet on. What were those guys called that took on the ECW originals? The New Breed? New Breed. What the hell is that even? Anyways, another rousing episode of Going In Raw. Yes. In the books. In the books. In the books. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Thanks that's for it. watching. Thanks, everybody. Can we get some music, please? There's a little bit of music. Indeed, we have tunes music. for you. Music. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.